Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kelly Pelly of Modern Earth Design. And I enlisted her help today to chat about interior design spaces in multi-generational living, accommodating for the needs of our aging loved ones. I've known Kelly for decades. Uh, we went to <laughs> high school together. Yeah. So I'm just happy to have a colleague in the space to help educate us around this topic. Oh, girl, I love you and thank you. Like this is, <laughs> you know, this is such an honor. Like I, when we talked just recently and I was just like, everybody knows that Kipley was going to be like super successful. And just the fact that you, you know, you're showing your heart too by creating this type of platform so that people are getting help. That, that just shows the kind of person that you are. So I just feel really honored that you would even have me. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's a public journal, you know, it's, Anybody that that's a caregiver, we know that it it is, you know, there are pain points and there are highs and lows. There's also ways to develop solutions to kind of to, to decrease that stress. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, I want to kind of walk through your personal journey as well, how you got to uh, when we spoke recently, we talked about how you know your mom used to take you to these stores and be creative around spaces and then now look at you today which is amazing well i mean she my mom was always creative and always trying to make things out of nothing and which is a talent that i highly um Oh, sorry, my dog is here, but that I, I just highly admire about my mom. But, you know, we grew up and we were we didn't have very much money. And so my dad would just like take us to consignment stores or flea markets and all that stuff. And my mom would save her pennies buy certain items and then we'd come home and she would be like you know Kelly, you're going to help me rearrange the whole house for maybe one item. But it was like that foundation of learning how to rearrange spaces, but also celebrating just the simple things. It didn't have to be anything extravagant to create those moments with my mom. And then also now doing that for clients today is, is, a, is a huge factor. But with my mom, my mom um, died a year ago and she had Alzheimer's. And so, um, you know, the signs were there, you know, a lot of people say, I guess it's like tw about 20 years, sometimes people are suffering and you don't really know because you're just thinking, oh yeah, maybe they're just being forgetful or whatever it may be. But I was just talking with my sister recently and I was like, you know, 10 years ago, I, these certain things were happening and, you know, we didn't understand, but those were like the signs of stuff going on. But the thing is, it's like, as they ended up moving to Oklahoma to be with my one sister, and then my visits there just 
seeing the decline, but then also how can we still connect? Because they were living in a multi-generational home as well, right? So you have my parents and then it's my sister and then her daughter. With that, it was just like, when I came, like, what could I bring to the table that could also help them and, and make things a little bit easier? And then to see those, the different stages of the disease. Of the decline, yeah. So yeah, it, I remember going and visiting and and I think all of this ties into design because life is a design in itself and creating those things. And when, when we think about like interior design too, you think about engaging the five senses. You always want that. If you don't have that, it's almost like a space can fall flat. There's no feeling, there's no sensory things going on. When I used to go there, food was a big deal. There was food like my mom would eat, but she didn't enjoy. You could tell like she was not connected. Mm -hmm. Right? So making foods that maybe reminded her of her childhood. So I'm, you know, we're Spanish bringing that that factor in so okay well, let's make some you know empanadas or let's make some you know puerto rican rice and beans you know whatever it may be but those things you would start to see her engage again those connecting factors right because it was sensory it's taste and smell and then it's also about touch you probably can even bring some light to this as well but she wanted things that were very soft. So it was like bringing certain blankets in that had like really soft texture and maybe even little like bumps or ridges or whatever, but that were soft so that she kept touching over and over and over again, but it would bring some sense of comfort to her and calm mm-hmm. her down. So all those types of things, you know, it's like, you want to make sure that when you're having those types of spaces or dealing with those multi-generational things, you're engaging a younger generation, but you're not forgetting what also connects the older person to things that will bring them comfort as well, but it still can all be beautiful and be fluid together. Absolutely. It's interesting, too, because I've seen a lot of research around cueing and contrasting. So the the grab bars in the shower or the bathroom are red or green primarily. What do you say to a client that now comes in and that, you know, mom has Alzheimer's, taking your, your family example? You know, they're living in a multi-generational space, but you know what? I really don't want red grab bars in my calming mint green space. So kind of under, you know, helping a client to reach a happy medium in terms of contrast. And you brought up a really good point about texture as well in terms of they have activity blankets that have different textures and different things to do to keep your loved one occupied. So doubling as a throw over your couch, how, what have you. Exactly. And then, but for the person that is like, okay, they're living in my house. You can still have the beauty, right? Mixed with the practicality. And so the thing is, well, okay. So we're talking about grab bars, for example. Now, everybody's situation is different, right? Because some people that 
for example, suffer from Alzheimer's or dementia, they don't all act the same. Correct. So I can speak for my mother and maybe this will hopefully help somebody else. Maybe they can take some, some things from that. Go back to maybe the colors that your parent loved. Mm. so like my mother wasn't about like for example red but my mother did love soft colors so the thing is then do that in the space do certain elements so it doesn't necessarily have to be the grab bar it could just be maybe the shower curtain so you know what i'm saying so it makes it more like appealing because sometimes you know they might get into aspects where they'll fight to go into certain places or do certain things will bring things that memories back of what they really did love. That's a good, really good point. Right. And so once you do that, instead of like, okay, this is like, this is what is being said. This is like the typical things that we're supposed to do. You need to engage with your parent, really know who they are. That's why it's, I think it's so important to have re- obviously relationship before anything happens because that's all a part of beautiful and creating a beautiful space, even maybe after the fact. You know, once you know those types of things about them, then you can add those elements in. So yeah, grab bars. I always think no matter what, when someone's dealing with things in the mind, calming colors, hands down. I don't think, me personally, I don't think contrasting harsh colors work. They can cause really certain emotional responses. So for example, for me, for me as a, I am not a fan of red. Red for me makes me upset. So in my house, you will not see any red. It brings out some emotional responses for me. I don't like emergency or 911 or institutionalized. Right. Got you. Right. Mm -hmm. White. If you do super stark white, white can have that institutional feel to it. If you want to do white, do warmer whites. Do whites that have a little bit undertone of browns in it or whatever it is. Like you want to create a space where it feels safe, like a hug. And since like with the with like people with Alzheimer's where they're very they want a lot of touch, touch is very reassuring, but you can do that with color. You do that with textures. You do that with sounds in the space. You know, like I know my mother loved music, loved listening to music. Well, there's certain music that can create more of a of a heightened sense of like uneasiness, or you can bring a music that brings calm. So you, it's like you want to have that space where it just like person with all the stuff that's going on inside of them that brings a sense of balance and a sense of peace. Grab bars for sure. Grab bars you want, it doesn't have to be obviously like these bright colors, but they can have texture. So like they're like knurled. That's the texture, right? So you want to have stuff that when they go into the bath, they can grab and it's not going to slip. So I really love this point about the five senses. So you come into a space and you say, I'm going to accommodate my loved one based on them because personhood is 
central to any teaching, right? So if I'm advocating for my aging loved one, I want to say I want to develop a color scheme that is familiar to them and is desirable to them. Uh, I want to appeal to their sense of hearing and smell and sight and touch. You know, that really is a nice uh, teaching point in terms of it makes it relatively easy then to say, oh, I can walk in the Lowe's and now mom likes X, Y, Z. I can just pick out these things or home goods or what have you, rather than saying, oh my gosh, yeah, I think it's awesome. It doesn't have to be expensive. Like uh, I had mentioned to you about like my father. So he's had a stroke and he's pretty much can't use his right side. Okay. So now it's like, he has to do a walker and all that stuff. Well, he's talking to me about, Kelly, I would love to come see you. You know, I mean, especially now my mom's not here and it's like more connection, right? He wants to travel and, and, and come. So I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to make this experience for him pleasant, right? <laughs> especially as a host. When if you have a party or if you're inviting your friends over, you want to have maybe foods that they might enjoy, you enjoy as well, but you want to create an atmosphere that, hey, this is like, okay, we're having a card game. Well, what do you need to have to have a card game? What type of drinks, what type of food creates that type of atmosphere or whatever it may be? Well, it's the same thing. So it's like, what do I need to do to have this for my father? He's in the walker. He's doing a walker and sometimes he uses a wheelchair. Well, I need to have enough space between my furniture for him to get around. So do I, I need to edit maybe, right? Put some things away. Doesn't mean I have to completely rearrange and get rid of everything I love. It just makes things easier for him. Okay. And then the other thing would be area rugs are a trip hazard. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So they're a trip hazard. Okay, so can you go without your area rugs for a little while? Or if you're like someone who's like, I have to have an area rug. I just have to do it. Well, you know what? There's options. They're they're almost like a mat, but they look like an area rug. And they're flat. And so they're not a trip hazard. You can put that down. Or you can even do like indoor-outdoor rugs that are extremely low profile, pretty much not a trip hazard if you have to do that. Also an indoor outdoor rug, which I which I actually put down over here because I was like just getting ready for him or for this coming year, that if he spills anything, easy cleanup. I don't have to worry about it staining my rug. Right, so, right, right. So it's like what you could still have the stylish, you just modify. And then I also had a big coffee table. So I can just kind of go over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a huge coffee table here. And then so I was just like, that's not going to work. So I went to an estate sale. I found a little round table. For there tables. you go. There you go. Right? There you go. Very easy. He'll be able to go right around that. It's not even a, a big deal. I still get my coffee table. He still gets a chance to move. So it's just like if, if everybody thinks of a way that you're still getting what you want, but you're also honoring your parents, right? For all the sacrifices also that they've made for you, then it just creates a beautiful experience all the way around. 
So they get still get a chance to enjoy the beauty of your space, of the home that they're able maybe to live in or whatever, but then it's also functional for the generations. Absolutely. What's your take home message for families that like yourself, they've had someone pass on now, you want to kind of continue, you're living your mother's legacy in the early seeds that she planted in you to now uh, create something special out of nothing per se, right? Or very little. And now you are accommodating for the needs of your dad. How do you still keep mom fully present, especially during uh, the holiday season? How do I keep my mother present? Yes. <laughs> and, and how do you keep your aging loved one present? You know, for those that now they have lived this period, they live the time where they've advocated for their, their loved one, their aging loved one already. But now it's like, okay, mom's gone, pops is gone. This, you know, or, you know, I, I still have this loved one here, but how do I still keep the one that's gone on? Like you're living your yeah, mom. I am. Yeah. Well, the thing is you, if we're talking about multi-generational living, right. Or, and if you have children per se, creating those those moments that you also had with them right and so for example one of the things that my mom used to do is she was always very crafty so we always made our ornaments right ornaments was like a big deal so how how can we do that now so i would just still go like i've done it differently with my kids where now what we do is every year we get a brand new ornament that represents us that year i don't always have the time to like sit and do crafts but i'm like how can i take those memories that i really appreciate about my parent and then do it in my way and then it's it's new, but it still has a touchback to. I love that. So it becomes it's your new tradition, but it's traditional in that it's it's a it's a it's a legacy. Love it. Right. I'm like, how can I take those memories that I really appreciate about my parent, and then do it in my way, and then it's it's new, but it still has a touchback to. I love that. So it becomes it's your new tradition, but it's traditional in that it's a legacy. Love it. Right. Love so it. we always did a new ornament. We should we always created different ornaments, right? Every year my mom would be like, let's make snowmen, let's make reindeer, whatever. And it was so I, I love that. But every year now, so my kids We'll fill up the tree with ornaments that we picked. We put the year on it and it will represent maybe what was important to us that year. So then when they leave this house and they have their own home, they take those ornaments and those memories with them. Love that. Put that on their own tree and then they can recreate that with, you know, whenever they get married and they have their own children, however they want to do that. Right. But now they have something that's been tied back, but it started with my mom. Love that. Love that. Or, you know, again, yes, memories with grandmom or memories or grandpa. You know, I as I just had in the Facebook group, we had this whole this Etsy concept of taking passed down recipes and repurposing them in a dishcloth or a baking. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's just yeah. like, you know, you take those things and just reconfigure it in your way. 
And it's still like honoring and bringing and bringing those memories. I have my mother's albums, like Puerto Rican Christmas albums from when she was little and I play them in the house. And so my kids are like, wow, what's that music? You know, like they know, you know, but they, yeah. they can go back and be like, oh, well, this was grandma's. This was mama's. That's, that's what they call her. This was mama's music or whatever. And so it's the same thing even with my father today. Like I'll ask him, music was a big deal to my dad too. And a quick little story, like he took my mother on one of their first dates to a club in New York. And it was before Frank Sinatra was really famous. Their first date, right? So my daughter listens to Frank Sinatra. You know, she's years old and, and listens to Frank Sinatra. So, and then I asked my dad, what music did you like to listen to? And so then I'll go to record stores and I just have, I have a ton of records here. So when he comes, guess what's going to end up playing? Love that. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely. So give us your top five again, your recap, your top five tips for, you know, multi-generational interior design accommodation for your aging loved ones tell us how a client could reach out to you for their own personal consultation, how to follow you on social media, et cetera. So top five things, obviously I, I would say would be a lot of texture. If you're dealing with people with Alzheimer's, especially um, soft textures, even in clothes and furniture, make sure that you have furniture pieces that they can easily get up and down. That's a huge, huge deal. One of the things I, I, I will say is like last year, we finally got rid of a sofa that we had for 20 years. It was like done. So, you know, I was just like, so when we went shopping for furniture, we were not just shopping. Oh, this is the most cool thing to have. But we were like, we're in we're heading towards 50. And so what furniture piece is going to take us into our next stage? And, and that's how we need to we need to look at design, too. It's like don't design just for today, design mm. for the future. Mm. Think about the future. Think about, OK, I'm I have adult children. I'm probably going to have grandchildren here at this house. Can this furniture hold up to me being older? I have young adult children and grandchildren. How can how how can I live in a way that can accommodate many people and it also helps with hosting people? So when you have different people coming to your house and you're entertaining, you want everybody as much as possible to feel comfortable. So furniture pieces is a big deal. You want to have make sure your walkways are clear. You don't want to have too much clutter areas that they can just move around freely and they don't feel like they're going to bump in or they have to be isolated to only a certain area. You want them to feel like they can go into many different areas. Another thing I would like to, I would say is there are many uh, types of dishware that is beautiful, but not glass or ceramic. Because when you're dealing with someone with dementia or Alzheimer's, that they happen to get upset and they break, you're dealing with, and if you're not around, you're dealing with a, a hazard to their life, really, um, their safety. So you want to make sure that you want to, you can get some dishware that is not going to be harmful to them. Good point. 
Very safety, good. Safety, safety. And that stuff is like home goods, Marshalls, Coles. I mean, yeah, yeah. All the way around. Yeah. Um, and always try to keep your atmosphere very soft, very peaceful as much as possible. And be very engaging and very, you know, uplifting to that person. Because whenever you have a positive attitude, atmosphere is everything in a home. It doesn't matter how beautiful a home looks, you can walk into a space and you can feel its atmosphere. Atmosphere is everything. Make sure that you you want to have a good uh, outlook, a good not negativity as much as possible, and it will actually can make a, a home that is not as designed, but it will make a, it can make a home feel like this is where even I want to be here, and it, is, and it might not be everything put together as perfect as a magazine. Right, atmosphere is everything, and right. it will make people want to be there and and hang out. So yeah, those are some things. Yes. So tell us how we can find you if a client wanted to consult with you regarding their home space. Yeah, um, you can go to Kelly Pelly, K-E-L-L-Y, Kelly, P-E-L-L-E-Y dot com. Um, my website is I have to, you know, upgrade it. I'm still working on that, but you can still get in contact with me through that website. You can follow me on Instagram, Modern Earth Design. You can follow me on Facebook, same thing, Modern Earth Design as well. Beautiful. I'm so honored to spend this time with you. You know, it's important to share our stories and to look back and say, wow, you know, this is how my life was shaped as a result of, you know, the one that I care most about. So it's just awesome the way you brought forth these ideas of, you know, incorporating our senses into interior design and being mindful of how our legacy is passed on and, and things that we can do that are very simple, that have will have great meaning. I mean, an ornament over time that can now be passed on when we pass on, essentially, to our children. So I, I, I think it's awesome. And I really thank you for your time. Thank you so much. And, you know, the, the most important thing is to create memories. You Memories mean everything and at the end of the day if you can create those beautiful moments and all those beautiful moments incorporate into design you're good to go golden yeah <laughs> thank you i really really appreciate this oh this is awesome i love your heart and, and everything that you're doing it just makes me so happy <laughs> Great information, right from the source. For more information on how to caregive like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.